Yeah, absolutely. You know, I definitely am always proud of myself. That never, you know, that I never let that slide. Like I'm never like disappointed in myself. Uh, interestingly enough, even after this outcome, I'm not disappointed in myself. Um, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm simply angry, and uh, uh, it hurts. Like I said, I'm not disappointed in myself. I'm very proud of myself, and I'm ready to move forward. And that's what life's about. And that's what's so beautiful about this sport is that, like, this is the kind of stuff that you're gonna deal with in life. You know, uh, through any hardship, you're gonna deal with this pain and the fact that you need to move forward and continue to move on and continue to grow and that's like that's just life was Real Woods, Iowa wrestler, talking about life. This is In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register where we talk about wrestling. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Cody Goodwin here, the Register's wrestling writer. I'm glad you're here. Happy Friday, April 7th. Masters weekend. That's golf, not wrestling. Um, but wanted to kind of check in, um, dropping an episode here at the end of the first full week of April. Um, been a while since we've last talked. I know at the end of every season, I need kind of a clean break. Um, so after we got through the NCAA championships, I was able to pump out all the look ahead stories. Um, and then I took a week off more of a staycation, just kind of had to, you know, catch up on sleep, um, cleaned out a lot of, you know, my notes and stuff from this past season. Um, just trying to, you know, get, ready for what's coming up next, you know, freestyling Greco season. So just kind of needed a little bit of time off um, as we as we normally do after a grind of a, of a busy season. And uh, yeah, now we're back here on a Friday. Um, gonna touch on a few, I don't know, forward-looking plans here at the end of today's show. Um, but as I was kind of cleaning some things out, ran across some audio from some interviews that uh, most of them are from the NCAA championships, but just, you know, audio that I wanted to present here to you guys in podcast form. I'm going to hear just a handful of conversations that I thought were really entertaining or really insightful, um, you know, from the season um, to present it here as a show for you guys. So maybe kind of a little bit of choppiness to today's show, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, handful of interviews you're going to hear from Jacob Warner, um, four-time All-American uh, from Iowa at 197, going to hear from Max Murin, first time All-American at 149, really pumped for that dude. Nelson Brand's going to hear from him. Um, also going to hear from Iowa State's Marcus Coleman, um, capped his career as a two-time All-American, and then I was able to get a hold of uh, Doug Schwab's um, post-NCAA press conference where he kind of ran through his entire program and um, touched on some good things, some some things that they're obviously going to work on through the off season. So uh, a lot of different voices on today's show, but just as I was kind of you know cleaning my stuff out, uh, you know, just kind of made a note on all of these things and was like, hey, you know, I could kind of put these together in a fun little ragtag podcast form. So that's what today's show is. On the back end, once we listen to everybody, um, kind of give you guys a rough sketch of what my spring summer is going to look like, um, or at least the things that I'm going to be paying close attention to as we move forward. Through through the spring and summer months. So um, 
A lot of wrestling still coming up on the calendar. I know that there are other things that are going to kind of intrude on the quote-unquote wrestling offseason. Um, but yeah, just kind of wanted to give you guys uh, just kind of a, a quick glance at, at what I'll be following closer um, here as we move forward. So yeah, we're going to jump into the interviews now. Going to start with, uh, we'll start with the three Iowa wrestlers. Um, we'll start with Jacob Warner. Um, check that. We're going to start with Nelson Brands. Then we'll go to Jacob Warner. Then we'll go to Max Murin. Um after that, you'll hear from Iowa State's Marcus Coleman. And then after that, you'll hear from Northern Iowa's Doug Schwab. And then I'll catch you guys on the other side to wrap up today's show. So hope you enjoy the conversations. Um, all of them are from after the NCAA championships. I think from there, um, you know, not much other context is needed. So talk to a lot of these guys after they had finished their tournaments down in Tulsa. So that's kind of the scene setter. Um, and then from there, I, um, you know, I think you guys will enjoy the conversations and the insights um, that we got kind of in those final end of the year interviews with these guys. So um, that's the tee up. We'll go to them now. So I'll stop blabbering. I hope you guys enjoy today's show and I'll catch you on the other side. Good tournament for you. Could have been better. Or were you pleased? I mean, in the end, with the way you battled back? Of course, you know. Um, don't want to toot my own whistle or anything, but, you know, motorcycles hurt when you hit the ground, and that's how my beginning of the season started, you know. Broken collarbone, dealing with uh, Tommy John, all that sort of stuff. It's, it feels good to, you know, one-up some of these guys and be there and maybe shove it up the the fans butt a little bit for doubting, you know, the doubters, right? Do you feel you learned about yourself this week? Um, I can score on anyone. I got a lot of work to do on the bottom, and I'm pretty dang good on top, which I didn't think I was, but I felt, felt pretty good on top this tournament. What was it about this week? It seemed like in tournament settings, you're able to catch fire a little bit and string some things together. Um, um you know, those coaches... Tom, my uncle, Terry, my dad, you know, Morningstar and Telford, they're just, they're just so good at keeping you positive, right? Positivity's huge for coming back from hardships or uh, shoving up the doubter's butt, you know? You need that positivity from the coaches, and we've got that, and I love it. I love it so much. Did you get a chance to talk to Spencer at all last night? Um, no. Uh, our, our team, we have a individual right now, right? So now I'm gonna go talk to him. I'm gonna go, go keep keep track of my buddy, right? He's my teammate for life, and he was one hell of a good black and gold wrestler. Overall, how's the team feel about its performance? I know you guys came here, today, uh, but yeah, some individuals are yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah, that 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 uh. <clears throat> companionship with the team is so awesome you know getting hugs with your guys after you win especially all-american status it's just a good feeling you know we got that brothership and that that teammate bond that you need on a team and um i'm just i'm truly grateful to be in iowa i don't know if i would end up anywhere else but got dad and uncle as my coach so it's kind of where i had to go but i love it i love it here so much Nelson, how did the, you know, dealing with the injuries and all the post matches throughout the season, how did that harden you for this tournament? Um, like I said earlier, I mean, you have that positivity from the coaches and you you learn you learn to move on, right, and shut shut things out and I'm fine, I'm fine, I got this, I got this, right, a little gut check, you know. Um, 
that's the, that's the, the best the best part of uh, overcoming injuries and hardships is that now I get to feel a little bit better about a fifth place finish, even though I'm probably not don't feel very good about it. You know, I want to be at the top of the stand. At what point during the season did you feel you know confident that you could make a run like this? You know, after coming back from the injury. Um. I always did. From the beginning of the season, I always felt like I had it in me. Um, needed to open up my offense. You know, dealing with so many injuries, it gets old. It gets really freaking old. You know, you gotta, you gotta go to bed praying to God, like, come on, God, calm my nerves, calm my nerves. You know, uh, and all glory to Him for that. I mean, He got me through some unspeakable things this season, and it felt good. It felt real good. When you're coming back from an injury like that, is it more physical, more mental? Like, what's the biggest hurdle there? Um. More mental, I'd say. Uh, your body, your body heals, right? Us as human beings are so uh, strong and strong physically, and then that's where that mental—you got to tap into that mental. You know, that's where you have like, like my fiance Olivia. She's just so good, good for me, and my mom and my dad, and just my family and the people I'm around. Is so it's, it feels so good, you know, to have that that backup and to kick the negative thoughts out of your mind. You know. When and how did the motorcycle thing happen? Uh, in October, I was riding a uh, Drake's motorcycle because my car was in the shop and hit the pavement going pretty hard. It snapped my collarbone here. I got good old Doc Westerman gave me two plates and nine screws. So I uh, got over that in about three, four weeks and started feeling really dang good wrapping up in the big tents. and like, don't even notice it anymore. It's just a part of me now. Uh, good. Feels out. I mean, feels like I went out on a good note. Wrestled a really great match. Got taken down right off the bat and fought back and had a pretty dominant win in my eyes. So I'm happy with it. I'm happy I can go out with the win for my team. And yeah. How nice was kind of this week to find the success that you did after some of the struggles you maybe faced earlier this year? Yeah, this year has been really hard um, since the finals last year. A lot of self-doubt. Um, if anybody says like their mind is perfect and it's impenetrable, they're lying, you know. Um, went through a lot this year, had a lot of deep talks within myself and within my coaches, and I came here to win a national title. I fully believed I could have won the national title. Um, it just didn't happen. I think I've been a contender every single year, and when you don't win a national title, that's all you can ask for. What's your time at Iowa? How would you summarize it? Man, I wouldn't trade for anything. I love my team, my coaches. Um, I, I, I don't think people realize how awesome they are, how awesome Tom and Terry brands are, how awesome my teammates are. And um, and they see me struggle. They've seen me struggle. They've seen me have success. And they don't waver in their love and their trust and their belief in me. And I think you go to a lot of places and you don't have that. And um, it's one thing Iowa has is I, I love every single one of my teammates. I know they've got my back. If I told them to go fight the whole crowd, they would. So, What do you hope people remember from your Iowa career? Just grit, toughness and grit. You know, uh, I know I'm not a fan favorite. Uh, I, I've, I've known that for a long time, and I don't really give a shit. So uh, I go out there and win tough matches in March, and that's that's what great wrestlers do. I don't really give a shit if they were or not. Like I said, I'd, out there I have a very close-knit group, and that's what I care about. Everything else is just background noise. What's your favorite memory in a Hawkeye Center? <sighs> I mean, I have a lot. You know, winning a team title was awesome. Making the finals last year was a great moment. But, you know, this whole weekend and coming back and getting fifth place is something that I will hold in my heart for the rest of my life. You know, everything else is great. But 
I mean, I was hurting Thursday night. I'm not going to lie. I I mean, I, I didn't want to wrestle, you know, but I'm not a coward. I'll, I'll go out there and put my heart and soul on the mat, and if I lose, I lose. And, you know, I just gave it my best effort. And luckily, not luckily because I put a lot of time and effort into this, but it was, it was enough to get on the podium and be satisfied. Speaking of hurting, have you had a chance to talk to Spencer later? What would you say? Uh, I haven't. Um, Spencer is dealing with his own stuff, and he he needs to know that we love him. And I don't care if he wins four national titles for myself. I only cared because he cared, and I want what's best for him and what he wants. And whatever it is he needs moving forward is what I, I can give him. And he's got to know he's loved, not by teammates, but by friends. And um, that's my message. I just want what's best for him. You feel like you learned about yourself this week? Uh, overcame a lot, you know. I, I'm a person. I had a, a rough season, you know. In, battled the injury bug a lot. Took some matches, lost some matches I probably shouldn't have lost, and uh, just grit, man. Toughness, you know. A couple years ago, we had to write a write one word how we want to be remembered, and my word was tough, you know. And that's what I showed out there this weekend. At what point? You talked about like mental struggles, but w was there a turning point? Was there a moment where you were like, yeah, you know what, I, I, I can do this? Uh, I always believed I could do it. Um, anybody that says they don't have doubt, though, is a liar, I think. I think worriedness and nervousness and fear is a real thing, and you have to have that. Um, but the thing is, is even with my losses, you know, sometimes my self-talk wasn't the best. But once I rationalized it in my head, it was just – it was always about getting better and knowing that I can compete and win this tournament. And, you know, I lost – the same kid twice you know that's pretty tough and he's a good competitor but my second match was better than the first this weekend so i, I know i'm close but it doesn't really matter anymore i'm done so yeah i know you're in the sport i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out your your guess is as good as mine I, I know i got a lot left in me though i know i can go out there and get some gut wrenches so i know you're a guy that can in a tournament setting you can catch fire i think we saw a little bit of that yesterday what, what was ultimately working for you this weekend Keeping my knees bent and my pressure, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of matches this year I wasn't able to get to my offense, and I don't think it's a lack of my effort. I think it's just a lack of maybe opportunity from my, not from my opponents, because obviously they're not trying to make me score, but just opening them up more. Um, Terry Branson, I hit two incredible single legs this weekend on the right side. I don't, I haven't hit those in a while, but it's coming together at the right time. It all came together at the right time to get me on the podium, and um yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, when you're dealing with some of these injuries that you've been dealing with through the year, um, is the hurdle is the bigger hurdle mental or physical for you? Uh, I don't think I don't know. I think it's fifty fifty. Um, I'm a six year senior man. I'm not eighteen. I'm not. Uh, I can't get up on the podium and go as much as I used to. Um, so my training had to get smarter. Yeah. I couldn't just train every day, scrap every day. You know, I had to get smarter. I had to do different types of workouts to make my wrestling and my body better. And I think this past year I've focus on my body better than ever and uh i mean i don't know if anybody else can tell but i can tell and i know tom and terry can tell and uh, that's like the biggest thing just taking care of my body and if it's mental or physical hurdles i, I don't know they're the same yeah. it's the same thing if you hurt physically you probably hurt mentally because it's frustrating yeah so i know max is another guy that changed up his training a little bit this year just to you know keep himself a little bit healthier and 
Oh, yeah, Max and I, Max and I were doing a lot together, doing a lot of swim workouts. So <laughs> uh, we'd go over to this uh, wreck and swim, and the swim coach and all the girls' swim team would just sit there and laugh at us because we would be dragging. Max doesn't like to bring his right arm out of the water. He only swims with his left arm. So he's literally like, pulling himself with his left arm, and his right arm won't even – he won't even bring it out of the water to help him. It's supposed to be high elbow, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm horrible too. I'm not saying I'm any good, but like you watch him, and you're like, this dude's going to drown. <laughs> So, yeah, doing a lot of different workouts with Max. And it's fun, too. So, had a lot of fun this year. So. That's awesome. You always go and shake the official's hand for a match. And I don't see that from a lot of guys in this tournament. How did that start? Uh, I mean, you have to do it in freestyle. You have to, the ultimate goal is an Olympic title, so you might as well get used to it. So, that's kind of, I don't know, I've been doing it since I was young, in high school, I think. So, I don't really remember. It's just, all, it's just a habit. I feel weird if I don't. So. Uh, last question for me. When you first committed to Iowa, could you have could you have pictured four time All American? I know you guys always have big goals. That's why you commit to Iowa. But you know, now that it's done, um, you know, coming to Iowa, I wanted to win national. I wanted to win four, and I think every year I've been a contender, and I could have won. I don't think there's a single year I was an outlier. But that being said, if you would have told me as a kid that I would have came and been a five time All American, you know, I would have wouldn't have believed you. My dad sent me a video that my aunt took when she was in film school. Uh, of me describing what my goals were in wrestling and my goal is to just be on a division one program like be a backup you know like never start like I wasn't I don't come from a club that is amazing at wrestling I come from a champagne kids club you know we're not like we're not young guns we're not Izzy style you know and uh, um, so if you compare that yeah I, I'm extremely shocked and I'm blessed and I'm very thankful for the career I've had and I, I never would have thought and I don't think anybody – I know my parents wouldn't have thought. My dad's told me that a thousand times. So. <laughs> Thanks, awesome. Jacob. You're right. Finish your career as an All-American. Reflect on the journey and, and, and your tournament. Yeah. I mean, obviously not the way I wanted it to end. Uh, you know, I feel like I really – uh, gave it my all and you know left it all out there and you know this is uh, I, I got all American which I've been striving for but you know I want to be a national champ I and mean, I didn't get it and you know now it's you know done with that but you know I'm just feeling extremely grateful right now I mean my my coaches my teammates uh, they they've been by my side the whole time I uh, I was totally totally burned out last year it's just mentally mentally exhausted, mental breakdown. I wasn't going to come back for my sixth year. And then my coaches and teammates just showed a lot of love and they just kind of had my back when I didn't have my own. So they just kind of taught me to do, take, a, take a sixth year and then Terry, Terry uh, put me under his wing the whole the whole year and you know, got, got all American. I know a little frustrated today, but um, you know, what do you remember about that moment you know, last night, I know you had to kind of wait for a review to see if you could win that one yeah. and then, to, you know, to finally break through and do it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I stopped wrestling in the round of 12 match, so I kind of uh, reaped the reward, I guess, where I kind of had to get uh, some scary emotions. But, uh, yeah, I got the job done and then just keep moving forward. That was the plan. Yeah, I mean, I just want well, well, them to remember, you know, I just gave my all, uh, just fought, uh, fought every second, and just, you know, uh, every second, just toughness and hard work, that's what, that's what I hope they remember. A lot of emotion after your last match. How much of that is 
how that match went or how much of that was just that it's over for you? Yeah, I think it's definitely a mix of uh, all the emotions where, you know, I it was my last match. I didn't compete how I wanted to compete. And then, but also, you know, it's just been, it's been a long journey, a lot of ups and downs, but I mean, I've, you know, I feel like I've became a way better man. Uh, my relationship with God got way better. And then I have these people around me who are just incredible. I'm the best coaches in the world, best teammates in the world. And, you know, those are relationships I'll have for the rest of my life. What's next for you, Max? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to take a couple months and just uh, reflect and before I make a decision, because, uh, you know, I've been, been at Iowa for six years, so you know I'm gonna take some time aside and you know figure it out. What are you gonna remember most about the six years? Six years, oh, it's been a lot of ups and downs, uh, a lot of you know mental breakdowns, physical breakdowns. But you know my coaches, my teammates, my family have been by my side the whole time. So just their support and you know them being there for me even when I wasn't there for myself. Do you remember the moment after last off uh, last season when you decided like yeah I'm, I'm gonna come back and try this one more time? Yeah, I remember I kept on having meetings with Tom and Terry, and uh, I kept on, they kept on going, do you want to come back? Do you want to come back? And I just kept on going, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just kept on saying, I don't know. And then I realized, you know, you know I, I, lo I love the sport. I love those guys. I love my teammates. You know, I love Iowa. I love the fans. I was like, why not take one more year? So, you know, I'm like so, so grateful that I did. And, you know, the, the love for them is, is real. Heard from Jacob Warner that you're not a very good swimmer. <laughs> yeah, we. So Warner and I had some swimming workouts, and they, they called me Nemo because I only swim with one arm. I don't have to get out of the water. So I'm the Nemo fan. But yeah, oh, Warner's awesome. Spencer Lee's awesome. You know, all these guys, all, all my teammates are awesome. I br oh, I bring that up to you know different type of workout regimen this year to maybe keep you fresh because you're a 60 year guy and maybe because of your style a little yeah, bit yeah for sure i mean i definitely my style is hard on my body and you know i've, I've really talking to terry just emphasize health and that's something i really emphasized the whole year just staying healthy staying feeling good and i mean it it de definitely helped me a lot and i feel like i wrestled the best i ever have this year all right thank you max yep, thanks yeah. max Years come to an end. How are you feeling? Um, you know, I knew that last one, my Russell Trail was my last match, and I definitely got emotional. You know, I put a lot into this sport and this program. So, you know, I feel good. I had a great career. You know, I just kept on getting better and better, and I don't get anything. You know, I, I love my career and what I did for my school. What's kind of what's next for you? What are you looking to continue on to do? I think I'm going to still wrestle, you know, I'm going to wrestle the freestyle circuit. I don't know if that's going to be right away, but um, it might take a little bit of time off. But yeah, I'm definitely going to wrestle freestyle and hopefully get a job in the future of being a coach for a D1 program. So. Holman, when did it finally hit you that today was it? I don't think it really has, you know, I haven't really had a lot of time to process it. But, you know, I'm just extremely grateful, extremely blessed that I've had this career and got to wrestle on the biggest stage. You know? What has it meant to you to be a Cyclone and be able to end it this way? Everything, you know, I, I grew up uh, watching the Cyclones and I grew up asking for autographs from kids and now I'm the guy giving that autograph, so it's pretty special. Yeah. Marks, you were 74, 84, 97. Yep. Um, some mixed results early in your career. When did you feel like it was starting to come together for you? Um, I think uh, after you know that COVID year, 
I just remember losing in the round of 16 and just like thinking to myself, like I'm never leaving this building again without like something to show for it, you know. And I worked endlessly, day in, day out in the summer, you know, everything. Just worked my worked my butt off. And I think it just finally started to click, got to my right weight class and started building confidence. So what do you hope Iowa State fans take away from your career? Um that I'm a worker and every time I go out on the mat, you know, I'm gonna give it my all. I know we've probably asked you about this, but like being the hometown kid, stayed home at Iowa State, mm -hmm. like, how much pride was there for you to, to do that and then to be able to you know, ultimately put the career together? So much, you know. I um, I just remember just being like a senior in high school and my thought process, like when these new coaches came, is I want to turn around the program too. It means a lot for me to see Iowa State wrestling do good, you know. It's a program I grew up watching. My first college dual meet I went to was Iowa, Iowa State in like 2009, 2010. So I wanted to bring Iowa State, you know, to the top. You know, we're not exactly where we want to be yet, but we've definitely made a step in the right direction. And, you know, that's kind of just what I want to be remembered for is someone that helped bring the program back to where it should be. Who are you going to remember most? Um, time with my teammates. You know, I love those guys, you know. Before I'm wrestling, you know, usually you get pretty nervous. We're back cracking jokes and laughing and just the bond with them, you know. It's been amazing. I'm so grateful for them guys. Marks, what's your future? Future? Uh, yeah, I'm going to still wrestle freestyle. I don't know what that looks like, if that's going to be this summer or the next, but I plan continue. I plan on continuing to train and compete and hopefully get a coaching job somewhere down the line. Yep. Why coaching? I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers that don't choose to continue coaching. What, what would you like about that being your next match? Because I freaking love wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Win or lose, man. I'm so grateful for this sport. The sport has shaped my life and made me into a person, you know, that I'm super proud of, you know. I, I love the sport of wrestling. Is that what you'll tell to recruit someday? Yeah, yeah. Be part of it. Talk about last night when you became a two-time All-American. You were immediately, you know, picked up by Carr in the right off the mat, and then yeah. you guys went in the back hall and celebrated. Talk about that moment. Yeah, it just felt good. It's kind of, you know, when you're in that blood round, you know, you're just feeling tight. You're feeling a little tight, a lot on the line. So it's almost like just like a big release, like big release as soon as you're All-American. So it was a good feeling to share that moment with him twice and, you know. I'm excited to watch him tear it up tonight in the finals. Did it feel kind of like a weird full circle moment to go into that match having uh, Coach KJ in the corner for Michigan? No, I didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. It was this tournament, my mindset all weekend is it's all about me. You know, I don't really care about any other stuff going on. You know, it's just about me and wrestling my tournament. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're tired, you're wore out, but you're. You're grateful for it. Uh, you're grateful for the athletes. Um, you know, stepped on the mat for their last time. What they've meant to the program. I mean, it's a, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. I mean, anyone's been to one of those tournaments, and Joel got his first taste and experience of it. What's what's really like to be back in those hallways? Um, you see. You pain, the pain that guys go through, but then you see how they rebound. You see the love that is amongst coaches and the athletes and the teams. Um, you see some things that are man, much deeper than a win or a loss. 
Uh, that doesn't mean we don't want to win. <laughs> we put everything into it. And I think that's that's one of the great things about sporting and this sport in general is that you you search the depths of yourself. Uh, you put yourself out there for the world to see and with no guarantee. And you continue to do it over and over and over again. So, man, that's why I'm incredibly proud of our guys. And I'll kind of say the, the same things over and over again, but um, certain things have to be emphasized um, because, man, <laughs> just thinking about some of these guys and some of the names, you know, you talked about Parker and what he's accomplished. And um, I could tell you that maybe in third, twice, being second, once, being three-time Big Ten, Big 12 champ, um, what an incredible career he's had up into this point. Uh, but even when you go with those credentials, he's much more than that. You know, and I said that about all of our team. They're always going to be much more than whatever credentials beside their name. Um, and he's much more than that in how he leads the way to this program and how he goes about every single day. Um, the training worth that, that he has is, uh, and the people I've been around the last 25 years in Division One wrestling, he's up He's very, he's up there. He's up in that list, and, and that says a whole hell of a lot about him. Um, I could tell you what says more about him is how he's managing handled. You know, even though your 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 dreams are crushed for a moment, um, and I saw how he's responded. I saw how he how he moved forward, and even though he's hurting, he's being able to put some things together. And you know, kind of talk about pieces getting shattered, but. To me, those pieces, if they don't come back the same, they come. I think they come back stronger or, you know, you're put back together even in a more beautiful way because you understand some of that pain and how to deal with it. But uh, I was really impressed with our team and how they how they handled and managed the losses because it's not easy. Um, the maturity that they had, and that's a lot in how they're raised. But proud of that and not certainly not saying that we don't want more as a team. Because we do, and we go after it every single day. So, I mean, to say that uh, you know, some of these guys aren't aren't hurt, they're hurt. But and I'll go through our our guys a little bit, and you know, I'll kind of go up and down this lineup in Biscaglia, and he had a heck of a tournament. <laughs> you know, really one position away from being, you know, being an All-American. Um, but man, competed very free. You know, I think about his match with uh, the kid from Penn, who was seventh seed, and just. And he didn't really get rattled this tournament, um, so I wrestled free, and that's uh, you know that's great to see as a coach. You start to see in the biggest stage guys being able to do that, and um, you obviously all know that what he's moving on to um, and how he's going to go about things. But and just talk about the the level that he set on and off the mat. Um, I hadn't seen here, uh, you know, being a three nine seven triple major, getting into med school, and then going to crush med school and. He knows kind of what he's going to move on to, man. He's he's a disciplined individual. Um, had a lot of wins for us. Had a lot of pins for us. Yeah, I mean, we're sure in hell would have liked to seen him get a couple more, <laughs> and I know he would have too. But um, he had a heck of a career, you know. And that it gets hard too as a coach because you start thinking about that careers are over, so you can, yeah. You can reflect on it and be grateful for it and the time you're around those individuals, and that, that, that doesn't stop. I mean, that's one thing that hopefully our guys always will know is that my belief in them will never stop. And, man, grateful for Tyler Biscogli and how he represented this team.
had a great career and had a really good national tournament. Um, you know, proud of that. Happel got his first wins in Tulsa. <laughs> He'd been in that building a couple times in the Big 12s, and sometimes that can be a little bit of a weight. And, um, and he certainly got over that, um, getting a couple wins. And, you know, you kind of saw what, what I saw last year uh, after he didn't go and how he came back and how he kind of reinvented himself. Takes a lot of takes a lot of vision on his part. Takes a lot of awareness, and eh, I know what kind of fires burning inside there. You know, he said, you know, I, I'm watching a couple guys that I beat this year, multiple times, be on the stand. Um, so he knows where he's at, and I know he's going to chase after it again and and be a leader for this team. Um, you know, moving forward, but two and two in the tournament, and man, I don't know how Matthew still got out of that double leg. You know, these guys, they're hard. They're, sometimes they're hard to pin down. Um, but tremendous growth throughout that season. And looking forward to him being back next year. Connor Budo, um, guy just, in, he's steadily improved um, and loves the sport, man. Curious as you can get about learning and trying to improve. Um, he's, he's committed to this thing. He's been a guy that's been on the world stage, too. Uh, he represents Italy. And he's been able to wrestle in some world championships, and you know he's going to get he's going to get ready to try to make a make an Olympic run, um, which is which is pretty damn cool. I'm excited for him for that. Um, yeah, and got beaten a couple positions. Sasso Sasso had a really good tournament. The guy he beat earlier this year, um, he was pretty dialed in. You know, lost that match, but then just got behind early in a match. Um, and the thing with Colin, he just sometimes he just runs out of time. <laughs> he's a guy that will wrestle through everything, uh, but. You know, look forward to having him back. You know, we'll see. I think looking at a, an Olympic year this next year, and then he'd be back for his next season. And he's only going to continue to get better. Uh, you know, another opportunity for him. Um, Derek Holshaw, man, big win that first round. Beat a guy, you know, the the 11th seed, and and found a way to to win. Cardenas was kid from Stanford was, man, he was better than I thought. Um, really good on top. Um, and got dinged up a little bit, but, you know, I mean, guys get dinged up. Um, Derek's gritty, tough individual. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to miss having Hoshlog in our lineup in, in, in this program. Uh, we've had one for a long time, and Doug and Jeannie, and they raised some, some, a couple great men, and he had a great career. You know, he's a guy that, and we, we had multiple guys that go through our lineup and go up and down that, you know, they never won state titles. What did that mean? It didn't mean a whole lot when they got to college. <laughs> it meant that they're going to work their tails off, and you know they're going to they're going to make themselves into great wrestlers and competitors. And you know Derek was able to, was certainly able to do that throughout his career. Had a lot of big wins this year, and and you know got to a second national tournament. Um, proud of him. Yet that was probably one of the tougher weight classes. Um, One sixty five. If you look at it, there was three national champions there. There was four finalists that had been in that 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 uh, bracket probably one of the deeper weights there and he got to round of 12 <laughs> so i mean that if you could give you could give more awards um they only give eight but man you start someone with those weights it's like and it's getting to kind of be that where everywhere they yeah, there's there's sure in hell more than eight guys that probably are, are deserving of that but um you can't really squeeze everything he could out of himself you know captain for our team for a second year and you know to me that says everything you need to know about him and what our his teammates think about him um you know, got bonus points in in a couple, you know, in, a, in a, almost bonus points in a couple matches, but just and how how he always competed, stepped out there, 
and and he hurt you know he's, he's up there social crying and it was something that he dreamed about doing he wanted to put it on the purple and gold his whole life and he got able to do it and i said you know one thing i told him i said you represented it well <laughs> be proud of that hold your head high because you represented it incredibly well um and then you know tyrell tyrell's guy just continues to get better um you know he's got a, the potential for six year uh do think he's coming back and man i he should because he's only gotten better he's only gotten better every year he's only grown as a man and as a wrestler competitor and you you know you saw it this year and really to me he's a he's a score you know he's a score away from beating everyone in that weight class you know I, that's something that he can certainly he can certainly do he's capable of doing that um and you know had had a pretty dang good tournament i know didn't obviously and there's not a guy that finished the way they wanted but I know how they. I know how they came back. I know how they came back for their teammates. I know how, and they all rallied behind Parker, um, and put some of that stuff aside. You know, because it's for the betterment of the team. And um, you know, you go to Parker. I talk about him already. They start with him. I'm. So, I'm so lost. My head's. My head's all jumbled, and I'm everywhere. I mean, I, I think I. I know I mentioned some things about him, but um, it's just, just a. I mean, a solid tournament. You know, can we make the NCAA finals? And Brooks is, Brooks is a little bit of his nemesis. I mean, they, they've wrestled a lot, and Brooks has been on, you know, on the winning side of that a whole lot. Um, but one thing I know about Parker's, he talked about. It, he goes, I know where I'm going to be Monday. I know I'm going to do. And you know, he's committed to, he's committed to this sport. He's committed to this team. He's committed to being great and seeing how much he can get out of it. But he also knows that on the other side of that comes that, hey, man, there may be defeats. I may lose. Those things might happen. And then it's just, okay, I'll go back to work and I'll figure out how I can give myself the best opportunity to be able to be on top of the stand next time. And he knows he's defined by much more than that. Um, yeah, and I, I did talk about, you know, the, the semifinal match. And an individual got hurt, and he was he didn't wrestle the next day. He's on crutches. He was hurt considerably. And, and he finished the match, and Parker knew that. And... You know, he kind of said, well, I'm not going to kick a guy when he's down. And so, I mean, it tells you that, to me, the type of class and character that he has. Because I told him, I told him straight out, there's there's no way I would have done that. <laughs> there's no way. And you know what? And that's just, it tells you just the, like I said, the compassion that he has. And that, to me, that makes that makes you a special individual. So um, that you can compete at that level and you can compete in you can understand and see where another person's at and you're willing to back off it. He didn't, he didn't risk himself not losing the match, but it just like, Hey man, I got this match in hand. I thought that was a pretty impressive moment. Um, that I'll certainly remember as a coach because he said, I'm like, I'm going through my head. I'm like, there's no, there's no way, man, that I would do that. But he knew, but it just tells you what kind of kid Parker is, man. And he's led the way for this program. Yeah. What incredible, what an incredible career up and to this point, man. And I know he's only going to propel it and, and move up. He's going to move every list and possible, you know, here at UNI. And I know that's one thing that he wanted to do. He wanted to leave this in a better place. And I'll wrap up with saying, you know, about the guys that are, that are seniors and that are done. They left UNI in a better place. They left this program in a better place. That's the things that they came out to do when we started. It's things that we talked about when we recruited them. And they've done it, you know, so, you know, I applaud them and thank them and love those guys. And, and that certainly doesn't stop just because they they leave the walls of the West Gym and they graduate and move on. It, it, 
it goes way beyond that for us as a coach. And um, you know, we never stop. We never really stop coaching. But these guys have certainly made me better, man, better as a person. And they keep my perspective very strong because I saw how they handled this weekend. And you're like, well, if you can handle it like that, then you know what? I sure in hell can too. So thanks to those guys. Um, any questions? Uh, you know, it is, it's individualized. Uh, I think, you, you know, you understand, you understand in some respect you're, you're, you're maybe behind in the race. So how do you catch up? You know, and certainly that's, that's work. It's smart work. You know, there's some evaluation that needs to happen from me as a coach. Okay. What can I, what certainly, what can I do better? And for some guys it is best to, you know, Hey, get a little bit of time. Um, I think so much depends on your perspective of the sport too you know everyone's like oh, if I'm improving and getting better and you know I'm really chasing something I I don't make those I don't kick those guys out of the room a whole lot you know there'll be points where you're like hey you know what it'd probably be a good time you probably take a break right now um, and you kind of see how a guy comes in and sometimes guys want to come back because it's like they kind of want to get that taste out of their mouth a little bit because they're like they're fired up they're amped up and I'll say this and this is what I'll say to our whole team because they were there watching, and they're, man, they're like, man, I can't wait for next year. You know, man, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to do all these things. And it's like, and I kind of sit back and wait as a coach, and I'm like, okay, well, let's see where that's at in a month. Where's that at in, in the middle of June? How about in October? <laughs> you know, how about when we're going through the season? Do you, do you able to keep that? And, and that's what I'll remind those guys of. So, I mean, for me, I try to stay incredibly steady and consistent. I try to model that. And we have some guys that do that. Um, like I said, Parker, he's like, I know where I'm going to be on Monday. Um, he's going to be in the room trying to learn to get better because he, he loves the sport and the process. Um, and so I don't, I don't think it gets stale when, when you think of it in those terms. But, you know, guys will certainly get a break because eh, most times you need to. Maybe you need that to refresh. I can tell you from, from myself, you know, I don't, I don't do that very well. Um, but there comes points where you kind of need to, man. When your your cup's empty, so to speak, how how do you fill up others? And for me, I need to need to have some. I don't know. There's some reflection time. There's like I said, you got to really analyze some things and like, okay, what can I do better? I mean, because yeah, we're 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 doing okay, and we're getting a lot out of our guys. But can we be better? Absolutely. You know, we're we're a long ways behind. You look at the first team. I mean, the first team's 55 points ahead of the second-place team. So everyone's miles behind those guys right now. So I don't know if you catch up by doing the same thing. So yeah, there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of analysis on my part because I know I know I can do a much better job. Um, and if I don't think that way, then <laughs> then we're tapped out. We're done, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't think our guys think that way, and I don't think our coaches or anyone else thinks that way. You know, um, and that doesn't mean you're not proud of the effort. But if I can't get better, then uh, you know what? I'm going to be done. I don't know if I'm going on one of those darkness retreats, but um, <laughs> but just need a, you need a little time to uh, reflect. Because sometimes it's just, I, for me, it's just I'm going to the next thing, going to the next thing, going to the next thing. But I um, also need to figure out how I can do some things better. And... 
and you got to decide. This I'll finish. Uh, now you got to decide if you really want to jump too. So what I mean by that as a coach, you know, you sit there and you're like, "Am I willing to invest again? Am I willing to feel like this again? Am I willing to have that heartache again? Because you have heartache along with your guys. You invested a, a ton into them, and you're not making it about yourself. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, and you have to decide if that's if that's what you want to do again, are you willing to really put your best effort out for these guys every single day? Cause they've earned it. They deserve it. They came here for it. And if you're not, and to me, that's what I'm, I got to really sit down and think, am I, am I, am I willing to do it again? And so do they. And that's okay. If you're like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully you're like, no, I'm jumping. You coach, you jump, I'm jumping. Let's go. You know, hopefully you have that. But I got it. I like I said. I I have to look and fully look. Am I willing to do that again? And if I'm not, then I I tell you I will be done coaching. I'm not to there yet. I'm just saying like you, you. But you have to have that that true evaluation of yourself and what you're willing to do and where you're willing to go because you sacrifice sacrifice a lot of time with my family, and I'm willing to do it. So there's got to be on the other side. They have to understand it one, and then it also. You have to be, it has to be worth it. Not worth it with the wins. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an investment in life. And when you see these guys grow, and you understand that they're truly grateful for the time that they get and you see the men they become. That is worth every, I was going to say an F-bomb, but I'll pass. It's worth every second, though. But you just, to me as a coach, and I think sometimes that happens. I think you guys have seen, I don't tell you, you guys have seen coaches that are, they're not into it. They're not invested. They're just collecting a paycheck. That's the truth. And that is not how I ever want to get as a coach. Hey, that's a lot of audio, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. It's always fun to listen to these guys at the end of their seasons. Um, you know, especially after they earn All-American honors, right, or especially after, like, you know, Nelson Brands and Jacob Warner, um, they both won their last matches, so obviously in a good mood coming off the mat, so it was fun to hear from those guys. Marcus Coleman took a uh, medical forfeit, I believe, in his fifth-place match, so um, a little bit subdued, but um, always kind of a bummer when a career comes to an end, um, especially one that, you know, for a lot of us, we've been watching Marcus since he was really little, right? He three-time state champ at Ames High School, went to Iowa State, um, you know, and obviously became a superstar there. And then Doug, um, always love listening to Doug. I know sometimes he can be long-winded, but, um, you know, the stream of consciousness thoughts um, that he often provides, um, I enjoy that because um, he touches on a lot of different things and um, always helps me with my job, and hopefully it helps better inform you guys as um, people who follow the program. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – hope you guys enjoyed the audio there. Moving forward um, – there's a lot of wrestling still coming up, right? Month of April, there's a couple of really big events that I know I'm going to be paying attention to. The first one, um, not this weekend, but next weekend, the uh, Women's National Championships. It's going to be in Spokane, Washington. It also is, I mean, it, it's the Women's National Championships by name, but it's also the Cadet Junior and U23 World Team Trials. Um little asterisks there on the U23 because of the way that USA Wrestling now decides their U23 world team. But um, the Cadet Junior World Team Trials, there's going to be a lot of Iowa women's wrestlers that are going to be at that competition, which I think is huge. There's going to be a lot of Iowa high school wrestlers who are going to be at that competition, which I think is also going to be huge. So it could be a really, really big weekend 
um, for the state of Iowa. Um, I know I mentioned the Hawkeyes specifically, but there's also, you know, Adugo Nwanchiku from formerly Iowa Westland. Sounds like she's going to follow Jake Cadle to William Penn um, after Iowa Westland shut down. Um, that is such a bummer. Hopefully that we can uh, chat with Cadle uh, and, and Wilkie and a few of those guys um, to maybe discuss that in the future. That could be a future pod um, since it sounds like they landed on their feet. Um, but yeah, just super loaded tournament. Um, you know, Iowa Westerns, uh, Fernie Hernandez is going to be there. She's a Juco national champ. Just a lot of, a lot of firepower. Um, that's going to be at that tournament, whether it's at the cadet or the junior level. So I'm going to be paying really close attention to that one. A couple weeks after that, the U.S. Open. Obviously, that's a big deal, right? Because you've also you've got the senior U.S. Open. You've got the um, the junior national championships, which is the first step in deciding the junior world team on the boys' side. Um, and then you've also got the cadet world team trials, right? And we're talking freestyle Greco. Also, the senior women's national championships is going to be there that weekend as well. Lots of wrestling to keep tabs on over the next month. Um, you know, and then once you get into May, um, Iowa's freestyle and Greco state championships are coming up. Um, a lot of other spring sports stuff too. So we'll see how much wrestling we actually get into in the month of May, get to June, going to have the dual championships, uh, the national duels, 16 U and juniors, um, both men's and women's. Um, and then July obviously is Fargo, right? The 16 U and junior national championship. So there's like something big every month or a couple of big things every month. Um, and then depending on how some of these world team trial events go, um, you know, there will be world championship events once we get into like August, September, October. And then by then, the season's rolled back around, right? Football will be in full swing and, and we'll be inching our way closer back to the folk style season. So um, it's amazing how quick it seems when I just kind of rip it off like that. But that's that's kind of what I'll be paying attention to over the next few months. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll have a, a steady stream of podcasts to go with that. Um, obviously, I've got some stories that I want to try and hunt down and some other things I want to try and get written. Um, so obviously, I'll keep you guys up to date on how all of that goes. Until then, I think that's all we've got for today's show, guys. Um, good to be back. Um, again, going to try and be consistent. Got a few podcast show ideas that we're going to try and knock out here over the off season. Um, and we're just going to kind of have fun with it and be a little touch and go, and we'll see what happens. So appreciate you guys tuning in today. Um, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe to the Des Moines Register. I don't want you guys to miss any of our wrestling coverage this off season. Um, you know, because on top of all of that, there's always the you know recruiting element that's hanging in the air, and you know guys can commit virtually at any time. So um, you know, and then come June, the the current high school sophomores who will then be um, you know, I guess that's the summer between their sophomore and junior year, uh, middle of June, I believe it is division one coaches will be able to talk to those guys. So I'll make sure to keep tabs on who is recruiting. Iowa's best high school wrestlers and, um, you know, any out of state guys that the, uh, you know, the big three or are, are maybe going after. So lots of stuff going on in the wrestling world per usual. Um, but that's kind of the rough sketch of what I think the next couple months will look like. So, Hey, appreciate you guys tuning in today. Um, don't want you guys to miss anything, obviously. So please subscribe, make sure you keep tabs on all of our wrestling coverage through the off season months. Um, you can find links to do all of that as well as stories from this past week in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. You guys, we will talk again soon.